You're listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Today, Alana Friskin joins us. She's the founder of beautiful plant-based range called We Are Wild and Muse Pilates Studios. We Are Wild is a collection of plant-based protein powders developed by a nutritionist and dietitian. The range is formulated for wellness and vitality. Muse Pilates Studios are located in Camperdown, Dulwich Hill, Hamilton and Warners Bay. Hi Alana, so good to have you here. How are you? Hi, I'm really well. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, well, there's lots to there's lots and lots to talk about. So many layers. So before we talk about your businesses, I would love you to introduce yourself to everyone. So my name's Alana Friskin. I am a mom. I've got two little ones. I've got Harvey, who's three, and Poppy, who's four. And I'm um, I'm married. My husband's Daniel. Um, I am just. A, a busy mum and a busy businesswoman. I've got two businesses, and within um, you know, Muse, one side of the business, I've, there's three um, actual physical businesses within that. So it's um, it's a lot. I'm a busy entrepreneur mum, I guess. Yeah. That sums, sums it up. Did, did you always know that you were going to have your own business? I did. I, I've always really wanted to. And I think, um, I think my journey started pretty early into like an interest of business. I, I was just remembering, um, last week or the week before I actually was part of a program in high school called Young Achievers Australia. And that was, um, they kind of delved into business and taught you about running a small business in that. And I think with, um, I think we did like a little jewelry business. And then we all within this group of people that were interested, we, split the profits kind of even even in a high school um wow. yeah kind of group so yeah definitely it started early um the the interest for sure amazing okay so now we've got we've got several businesses uh the yeah. first one we'll talk about is news which is the pilates studio and now you've got three with more to come so yeah. when you first started news which was the founding studio the founding studio is Dulwich Hill um, in Sydney's Inner West. Yeah. So is that near where you live? So at the moment, I uh, about a year ago, just over a year ago, we moved to Newcastle, which is where my family are now, um, and we were in Sydney in the Inner West. So um, when we are living there, the studio was only, um, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, depending on traffic, you know what Sydney's like. Um, so it was really local to me. It was in the area that, that I lived in when I was living in Sydney. Yeah. And so how long were you running that business in that area before you then moved? Um, was it nine months? Yeah. Right. Did you feel that you had the business like quite well established when you left that area or were you really? For a couple of months before I, um, I did testing, like I stepped back a little bit, stepped back a little bit, kept stepping back just to see how it would go um, without me physically popping in all the time. Um, and I think that comes down to a really great team. Like I've, yeah. got, I've got a great team. It was just, it was working. So I never would have gone, you know, I'm off if I if I wasn't 100% confident that it yeah. would, my team would be able to, you know, um, make keep it a success without me. 
Yeah. So, look, that brings me to my next question is how did you find this team? Because this is what people find so hard is finding good people and then holding on to them. I think finding good people is really tricky. but And I also think you have to have the balls to get rid of people that aren't working. And um, I think that's number one. Like you have to think you, you attract you know, a lot of the people that you want, but I think you're you're kind of tested by these people who aren't a good fit. Um, and I, quite in the early days, I had to let go of two people who just weren't, weren't a good fit at all. Um, and that was really challenging. And it, that involved, you know, talking with them about what wasn't working, what, you know, they could improve on and just like really with the aim of them fitting in with the team and, you know, the aim was never just to be like, well, off you go then. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, the feedback wasn't being taken on and they just weren't a, weren't a good weren't a good fit with the team and with me. So um, and that, that is really scary, having a new business and making those decisions. And, you know, one of the people that I let go turned around and she was, you know, quite a bit older than me um, and said, you're making a really big um, mistake and it's a really bad business decision for you and you know I was quite upset by that and then I had to think you know step back and think about it like she doesn't have her own business so it's really easy for someone who doesn't have their own business you know when you're letting them go to to say something like that but she wasn't a great fit and I'd gotten um, you know I've gotten complaints so I think you just have to have the balls and the confidence to do what works for you yeah absolutely dictate your decisions yeah you know what one of the sayings I always go by is like quick to hire quick to fire meaning that the you have a gut instinct you know if things are working well very early on exactly yeah but you, also, you don't really know in an interview right because that's right everyone's gonna be nice to the boss when they're meeting them and they're going to be on and but it's when you start getting that feedback from clients and you know when you're not there um that's when you really know so um I think that was really important in in order to um create a strong team you do have to um either train up and and make good people that aren't working or get rid of them because that does create a lot of problems within a team if there are people there that aren't doing you know, aren't doing the right thing or aren't really in a good fit with the team. Yeah. So I think that made a made a big difference. Um, so while it was scary, it was, you know, I'm really glad that I, I did it. Good um, learning curve. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I also think, you know, in terms of building such a great team, I'm really open and honest with my team and tell them um, what's working, what isn't working, you know, and not just in terms of, um, you know, what they're doing, but just like share, share what's happening with the business and not in, not in a de- in detail that's um, unprofessional, but just, you know, this is what's going on, guys. This is, we've got, you know, these classes are going really well. Um, these classes are a bit slower um, and sharing good feedback mm. Um you know, providing training, like just going going out to the team, asking what they want. Yeah. Um, just for an example, at the moment, all the, you know, with the studios being shut, all the teachers are, like they're having a bit of a hard time at the moment. They're bored, um, you know, they've got family stuff going on. So I decided to get them all a training course, the specific kind of injuries and stuff. So just, yeah. you know, and 
the the feedback that I got from that from the staff was just like thank you so much I can only imagine the financial stuff that's going on for you at the moment but for you to think about us and what we might be needing at the moment is you know like actually blew some of the people away um you know and that I could have just put my hands in my pocket and not not done anything but things like that that isn't investment like it, it makes the biggest um the biggest difference to the team culture I think yes. like they yes. people if people think you're invested in them they're just um you know they're so much more invested in you and your business and yeah. like I, I love the team so um we've also something to look forward to so that the team could get through the next couple of months we've booked our own kind of um mini retreat for the team um in December um you know, so it's not all just about clients. It's about them. They make the the studios tick, and um, you know, I want I want to show them how much I appreciate them, and and that really shows with the team and how close we all are. Yeah, right. Wow, refreshing. So, so then you've opened two studios since. So, yeah. how has that been in terms of like managing and growth? Because that's all happened in a very short space of time as well. So the only reason that I'm I was able to to grow is to make sure that I had so for example when I first started out I was doing everything I was answering the phone um answering the emails um like doing the timetable doing absolutely everything all on my own and I knew that to grow I had to step back from those things and it is a process and it's figuring out, you know, who on the team wants to step up and do more, like who who is interested and who's not, which is, you know, it's perfectly okay. Everyone's got different goals and different interests, but it's, um, yeah, working out who who's more interested in the management and empowering them and kind of, it is scary when you're handing over your bits of your, your business, your baby to, for someone else to look after. But I think if you're, you're so scared and you can't hand anything over. There's just no room for growth. So I think, um, you know, being able to set all those foundations properly and not for not everything resting on my shoulders allowed me to grow. Yeah. Um, once everything was really down pat once, I, I felt really confident that I could do it again, mm. if that makes sense. Mm. So, and hence the, you know, more studios. They all have their own kind of unique things that come up. But if you've got the foundations set, then it's much easier. It's easier, yeah. yeah. So in amongst all this, then you launched another business called Wild. Tell us about that. Yes. So last year, this was a bit of a, um, a COVID idea. Um, last year when COVID first hit and I had a bit more time on my hands than usual. Um, you know, me having time on my hands is never a, a good idea. Something, something will happen. Um, and so I originally came up with the idea because I, um, not long before that, I found out that I was intolerant to dairy and I had to kind of completely change my diet. And I did, um, I was having prior to that a lot of um, protein powder and stuff. I just find it really easy to quick and healthy and, you know, on the go. Um, and so I had to try and find one that was plant-based or, you know, didn't have dairy in it. I was also told to avoid soy and, you know, so it had to be, um, it had to be quite specific. And I just kept um, buying all these things that were just crap and they were either really, really sweet and had a lot of artificial 
stuff in them that I knew wasn't good or, um, you know, they, they were completely natural but it just kind of tastes like cardboard had been blended up. Mm. So I, um, I just thought I could do it better um, and I thought there was a need out there. So I went about um, starting that project and it was, it took a lot longer than I thought that it would. I kind of thought it would be a, a pretty simple process, but by the time you, um, you know, by the time you do branding and um, all of that and finding a supplier, going through that creation process, and not even that, it was like I think the longest part of all of it was legals, like getting um, solicitors that specialise in, you know, what you can and can't say on your packaging and it was pretty huge and a big learning curve to be honest. Um, you, but I think if you'd known everything that you're going to have to do up front, whether you would have gone ahead with it? Uh, probably not. Yeah. But um, Naivety is a good well, thing though. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I also, I love learning. So I think like it would have been easy to just be like, this is too hard. Like I think a lot of people do that, right? Yeah. Um, and that's that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I really wanted to learn a different um, different industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was also thinking at the time, you know, this could be something that could offset if the studios were closed. It would kind of, you know, selling these online. It would still kind of balance things out a little bit. So I'm really glad that I've stuck with it. Um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't realize the steep learning curve ahead when I thought, oh, let's do this. Oh my gosh. So many people say that. They're like, you know what, if I'd known going into it, if I'd known how much effort was yeah. going to be involved, might have thought twice. But <laughs> you know what? Like, and when I think about it, I think like all the effort that went into kind of getting that first muse right and yeah. all the things I know now, like it's not like there's been there's been a whole lot more effort than that. I, in my mind though, I think it's, um, it's all about mindset and expectations. And I just thought, oh, an online product would be so easy. You just, you just create something and pop it up there and people buy it. It's not as full on as an in-person kind of fitness studio. Like how hard could it be? And it's like, you know, um, it's not hard, I guess. It's just figuring out what works and what There's doesn't work. There's a lot work. involved. It's hard, yeah. it's hard work. You know what I mean? Like nothing, yeah. it's not just going to, it's not going to just happen by itself, unfortunately. But I think <laughs> it is easy no matter what you do to think some, another industry or another person kind of has it easier. Yeah. Um, and I think that's an excuse that a lot of people um, tell themselves, you know, mm. oh, that well, I've got it really tough. Like that would be easier. Yeah. That's not the case. Like with anything that you're going to do, um, you just need to be consistent and, yeah. and figure it out. You know, if you don't know something, then you you figure it out. You get help. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, we're, we're lucky that we live in a resourceful world because the answers are all there. It's just yeah. time that it takes exactly. to either work it out or find it out. All right. So you've got three Pilates studios with more to transpire and yes. the protein powder company and two young children. So how, how are we managing all this and also keeping headspace to allow for growth? Um, <laughs> I think it is mindset. I I just think it's, and it's all kind of, it's grown slowly, you know, I mean, not slowly. It's Deadly. just, it hasn't, 
happened steadily, right? So it hasn't, I didn't go from one day from working for someone else to the next day having four businesses. Like it's, you know, slowly plan. I planned the first business for such a long time. Like it was like two, two years in the works and then, you know, um, for that. And then it slowly was another one and another one and another one. Um, so I think, I think that's helped. Like it's just, it's been growing, but also just knowing you can do it. I like actually thinking you can do it. Not like, Oh, maybe like, you know, I've got this, like just having that confidence and remembering that confidence. If it, it, and it will every now and again, I'm like, what, what, what am I doing? You know, like I'm a crazy person. And then um, just coming back to the fact that, no, it's all working. You've got this. Um, and asking for help is huge. Like, yes. Um, and that's where a lot of people come unstuck. I have a lot of people say to me, like, how do you physically mm. do this? Like, you know, with the amount of hours in the day, with all your responsibilities. Um, and the answer is like, help. You can't. Yeah. You're like, good at that. You're yeah. really good at that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, you know, that's a, a muscle that I had to flex. Yes. Like, it's you know, uh, no, it's not at all. And I started out not asking for any help and kind of being a bit of a martyr, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And then I realized if I wanted to be able to run my own business, I'd have to have help with yeah. the kids and the house. And you just, you just have to, you have to ask for help and yeah. know that that's the only way um, you are going to succeed because you, you literally cannot cannot do everything yeah yeah I agree so that is definitely a strength of yours is outsourcing and getting help and also having a great team around you what other strengths would you say that you have oh I think resilience like a lot of stuff's come up that you know other people would have just gone I'm out and Mm. um and I just thought I'm going to figure it out like consistency um I think I have I have a really strong work ethic and I also think um I think I'm really good with people and I I think um if I need to try and figure something out I'll approach people who have been in that position or who are in that kind of community and um I I guess confidence yeah you know just just to think I've I've got something to offer this person as well or this community as well as they've got to offer me and um, I think that's helped a lot as well. Yeah. And I think also another strength of yours is just knowing that there's always a solution out there, you know. So rather than thinking, oh, I think it's not done, this is too hard or I'll just let that go, um, I don't think no is an answer for you. Exactly. Also a motto of mine is if it was easy, everyone would do it. And I think that, you know, there is a solution this is a mindset thing. If, for example, I've, I've so many spaces I've tried to get for studios. Like it's really quite specific what I'm looking for when I'm looking for a space. And I even found, I found one, I found so, so many before I actually opened the first studio, but I found one not too far from, it was in the inner West. I secured the um, sign of heads agreement, secured the space. And that was all I put in there. It had to be signed off by council so that I wasn't bound by the lease and council ended up knocking it back and it was just there was no reason why they should have knocked it back and they would just said absolutely not where you can't have a reformer Pilates studio here and I honestly for a couple of days I was like it's too hard yeah I'm just gonna give up and then I thought like 
that's why not everyone's done it because it is it's tricky and it's a mindset thing it's like now get back up get out there there is a space for you and that's why it took so long it took a couple of years to open the first one because it's bloody tricky yeah yeah resilience I guess okay so what what would you say is the focus for your next 12 months what's happening inside this entrepreneurial journey of yours so so much um (laughs) So I definitely want to, I want to grow wild a bit more. Um, I've got a new product coming out with wild in the next couple of weeks or month and it's um, a lactation smoothie. So think like booby bickies, um, but it's a healthy protein powder. So um, good. Really excited about this. Yeah. And I think it's exactly what I would have wanted when I was breastfeeding instead of like, you know, because I'm, a really health conscious person. I, I love eating healthy. It makes me feel good. And so to be sitting there like eating all these bloody booby bickies and then feeling shit because you just had so much sugar and, um, you know, so I'm, I think what would I would have wanted? This is exactly what I would have wanted when I was breastfeeding. So I hope, um, you know, I hope lots of other people love it too. So that's launching. It should be within the next month. So that's exciting for wild. And so just, um, yeah, going, learning a lot more about e-commerce and, um, and growing wild is definitely one of the, one of the goals over the next 12 months. And then, um, over the next couple of months, six months, there's going to be three more Muse reformer studios. So that's pretty huge. That's very Um, huge. Yes. And I'm also working in the background on creating um, a mastermind program for female boutique fitness studio owners, which I'm really excited about too. So there's so many balls in the air. Yeah. Wow. And then and then the kids are growing up and they, they always need. Oh, <laughs> they are. Poppy is um, she's starting kindy next year. Yeah. Which is so she'll be at big school and she just had her um her interview for big school a couple of weeks ago and it was very cute and the principal asked her what the biggest number that she knows is and she said infinity and it was (laughs) (laughs) that's gorgeous oh my gosh all right so where can everyone find if you can tell us the url for muse and also for wild that would be great of course so the url for muse is musepilatesstudio.com for wild, we are wild, and wild is W Y L D E. So it's wearewild.com. And then um, for me personally, I'm on Instagram as Alana Friskin, and my uh, surname is a bit of a mouthful. So it's, it's A L L A N A, and surname is F R I S K E N. Perfect. I'm going to put all these links on my website, which is relauncher.com.au, so everyone can easily find you as well. Alana, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you for having me.